Hello and welcome to the Informed Traveler podcast, part of the Informed Traveler radio show heard on Chorus Radio. It's a travel podcast where our goal is to help you become a more informed traveler. And I'm your host, Randy Sharman. Switzerland Tourism recently launched a campaign titled I Need Switzerland. And part of that campaign is the opportunity for you to win a trip to Switzerland when, of course, all the COVID stuff gets settled. So a bit later in the podcast, we'll chat with Pascal Prince from Switzerland Tourism to find out more about their campaign and traveling to Switzerland in general. And speaking of traveling, travel columnist Sam Ion recently took a trip to Jamaica, staying at the Moon Palace Jamaica. So we'll get her take on what it was like to stay at an all-inclusive resort during these days of the COVID pandemic. And we're going to start our podcast this week talking about the 25 important lessons learned from traveling the world. It's a blog written by travel blogger Sarah Camp. It's full of uh, great tips and advice. Her website is in com, and Sarah joins us now to talk about some of the lessons mentioned in her blog. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Randy. How are you? I'm well, thank you. 25 important lessons I learned from traveling the world is your uh, blog on your website, in com. I know that all these aren't lessons that you learned, or maybe they are, but this is a kind of a collaboration with uh, you and a, a number of people, right? Yeah, so I, I love doing collaborations. Um, I put the call out to the travel community, and I got lots of great tips um, from people all over the world. And it's been so heartwarming reading these stories and these lessons that people have learned, and I just wanted to showcase that on a big, long post on my website. Mm-hmm. Well, it covers uh, lessons from practical ones, which kind of surprised me, because when I'm thinking important lessons learned, it's like you're, you're learning about yourself and all these philosophical things, but there are some really good practical tips on there as well, yeah. right? Uh, exactly. It kind of ranges from, you know, life lessons to maybe some tricks and tips that we don't think about, and um, some of them shocked me as well, so... I'm happy to talk about that today. Was there one that stood out for you that kind of, oh, I never thought about that? Actually, yes. If you, um, whoever comes on here, if you go down to the one about New Zealand, um, there's actually an important government program if you're in Canada or the States. I'm not sure if there's one in Europe or elsewhere, but it's a government program. You can sign up for email notifications and get warned about um, natural disasters or any safety tips. So as 2020, we all know what kind of year this was. Mm-hmm. New Zealand and wasn't notified about getting out of the country and all that. So if you signed up for these notifications, you would kind of get a heads up about what's happening around you because we don't always have access to news. Well, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, uh, the one that stood out for me uh, is more of a philosophical one. The world isn't as scary as you may think, especially yes. de- these days, right? A lot of people are worried. They're scared to do things. But uh, this one kind of just says, you know what? You guys got to do it. <laughs> exactly. I, I can't agree with that enough. And I think the more we re- like the world really isn't that big of a place. You can get basically anywhere in the world in a day. And going anywhere, you know, things can happen anywhere. And it's just you have to take one step at a time. And it's not really that scary. You know, you just... You can ask for help. There's people around. Just baby steps. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, there, and there's kind of a theme on some of these. Uh, you know, take it one step at a time. Don't over plan. It's okay to take time off. Uh, that type of thing. It, it's all telling me, you know, don't, uh, you know, pack everything at once. Take time to <laughs> enjoy the, the actual trip, right? Exactly. Exactly. I think the more we travel, the more we realize it's not always that pleasant to cram a bunch of stuff into one day because you come home more exhausted than, than when you left. That's the whole point of taking a vacation is to get a break from the reality, and sometimes it leaves us more tired than 
before. Mm-hmm. You have to come home to have a rest from your trip. Exactly. <laughs> uh, there was one here, uh, too, about uh, solo traveling. I think there's uh, a lot of people out there that are a little uh, leery about traveling by themselves, too. Yes. That, I haven't personally done that myself, but I have tons of friends who, who have that because they don't either, they want to wait for anyone to go with them or they just, you know, they want to do their own thing. And it's really empowering, especially for women to get out there in the world and do all these things on their own. It's wonderful. There's one thing that I haven't done, is that, uh, and that's using an Airbnb. Uh, it says here, so I, sh- I should look at this tip and say Airbnbs are worth at least checking out. They absolutely are, and I've been doing that myself as well the past uh, few years. Plus, it's great to support a small business, and uh, the value is there, and sometimes they're in, in great spots that hotels can't necessarily pop in at. And breaking out of your comfort zone, that's one of the fun things about travel. It's almost... Not that you really want to do this in a psychological way, but you can almost be somebody else, right? Nobody knows who you are, right? I love that. It's so true. You can be anyone you want to be. You know, you're probably not going to see these people again, so you don't have to worry about looking like a fool or anything like that. Just go and be yourself, and nobody knows the difference. (laughs) For sure. Lots of great tips on here. Uh, 25 important lessons I learned from traveling the world. Anything you want to add? Uh, really just go and have fun. And I think everyone can agree that this year, especially we've really appreciated our own backyards and we've all done a ton of stuff that maybe we haven't done before. So just get out and explore your own, your own area. There's tons of stuff to see that you probably haven't seen before. Good advice. Sarah Camp is a travel writer and blogger. Her website is insearchofsarah.com. 25 important lessons I learned from traveling the world. I learned a lot chatting with you, Sarah. So thank you. you. Thank you so much, Randy. I appreciate it. So what's it like to stay at an all-inclusive resort these days of the COVID pandemic? Well, travel columnist Sam Ion recently took a trip to Jamaica, staying at the Moon Palace, Jamaica, and she wrote about it on the Travel Industry Today website. It's called Worth the Quarantine, Feeling Safe and Having Fun in Jamaica. And Sam Ion joins us now to share her experience. Hi, Sam. Hi, Randy. How are you? I'm well. I'm excited to learn about uh, you going to Jamaica. You wrote about it in the uh, Travel Industry Today uh, website, travelindustrytoday.com. It's Worth the Quarantine, Feeling Safe and Having Fun in Jamaica. Before we talk about having fun in Jamaica... Uh, tell me about just getting there these days. That in itself is a journey nowadays, isn't it? It is, Randy. Uh, maybe I was a little more comfortable than many because we came back in the middle of the mess in March. Uh, and this was a whole different flight than March. <laughs> um, the airport is fine. They take all the precautions. You can't sit close to someone else. I would strongly suggest you leave enough money in your budget to upgrade. Uh, I went down, upgraded, and I came back uh, in the back of the plane. And it was packed. It was three in a row, and every row was taken. So no uh, open middle seat or anything like that. but will not even tell you if there are going to be middle seats open. Hmm. 
Uh, and of course, you obviously you're wearing masks on the way down, and things are clean, and they're not. They don't serve food, if I recall, on a plane anymore. Uh, or if they do, they it's do really in business different. class. You get a cookie, a very small cookie, in economy, and a bottle of water. Okay, so tell me, give me some background on this trip. You were with uh, a bunch of uh, travel agents, and I understand you were the only journalist uh, with this group. Is that correct? Yes, it is. I often will follow agents on a fam trip. Uh, A, I get a lot of great information from them while we're traveling, and B, they're fun Mm -hmm. and knowledgeable. Uh, But this time there were just 12 of us. So where in Jamaica were you, where did you go, and where did you stay? And tell me a little bit about that now. We flew into Mobay in Jamaica. You get off the plane, and you visit the nurse for a minute, which sounds, you know, long and complicated, but it isn't. I didn't even remember that we'd gone through there. Uh, And then you get on your transfer, The transfer has to be qualified for being spotless. So you can't just hop any cab. And you must stay in the tourist area. No more, for now, wandering around. Mm -hmm. So we stayed at the Moon Palace. And, Randy, I chose the Moon Palace because it's a... It's a resort chain that I know well. I was at the opening when the first one opened, and it's 23 years ago, I think. (laughs) I also had been to the Moon Palace Ocherias when the Moon Palace took it over and bought it five years ago. So I could do a direct comparison as to then and now, because I think just like many of your listeners, you can't imagine what an all-inclusive is going to be like now. Mm-hmm, exactly. Is it going to be so boring having to scrub and don't touch this and you can't talk while you're having a drink and only three in the pool type of thing? Is that what it's what it's going to be like? Well, thankfully it wasn't. In fact, in a day or so, you forgot. <laughs> well, that's good. There were sanitized um, soap thingies everywhere, and it became quite automatic. You walked by, you washed your hands. The staff always wear masks. The masks are changed every four hours. When you come into the resort, you step through sanitizing sort of mats, Uh, to make sure your shoes are sanitized. They sanitize your luggage. Uh, They take your temperature every time you leave the hotel or come in. You can check in online. You can go to the restaurants and use your phone to look at the menu. If you need a menu, no problem. Guests wore masks when they were walking around. They didn't when they were sitting having a drink with friends, but we were distanced. Uh, The pool was no problem. 
there were no, you can't go in there because there are five already. The swim-up bar is now open. It wasn't while I was there, but they've opened it. So other than no buffet, uh, it's not really any different. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned in the article uh, the your trip started with a travel offer authorization form. Is that still yes. needed, and where would you find yes. that? Uh, you get it online, and you must have been approved 24 hours before you go. Uh, so that at the airport, you'll hear at the airport, they must ask you about 10 times. Do mm-hmm. you have it? Because if you don't, you're not getting on the plane. And it's it's simple. Fill it out, send it back, and and you'll be. I was approved within two or three hours. Mm-hmm. And then also, you mentioned you don't need to quarantine when you're there, but you have to stay, as you j- just told us, in the sort of resilient corridor. So you're not, like you mentioned, allowed just to go anywhere you want, just in a, no. a confined area, right? It, yes, but you can visit the biggest tourist. Uh, places like Duns River Falls and Mystic Mountain, which are very close to the Moon Palace, actually. But yeah, the biggest attractions are open. What was your biggest uh, surprise or, um, I don't know, uh, thing that you noticed the most out of all of this? How comfortable the staff was with these new protocols. Your 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 suite is sealed with 24 hours between the next guest. The cleaner only comes in once a day, and I personally like that because usually you have the ice guy who comes in, you have the, the somebody for the mini bar, and on and on and on. So there are a fair number of people trooping through. Uh, one was fine. How crowded was the resort other than your group? Uh, was it at the third? It was not crowded at yeah. all, and none of them are. They're only allowed up to a certain percentage. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess that's the so flip no, side, right? Crowded. That's the flip side. If you don't like crowds, now is the time to travel. <laughs> now is the time to travel. Let's talk a little bit about this quarantine when you got home. You're out of quarantine now, but uh, rules say you have to uh, quarantine coming back to Canada for 14 days. How strict are they on that once you land uh, at an airport here in Canada? Well, some of the group got called every day to make sure they were where they were supposed to be. I didn't get called at all, Hmm. uh, which I found a bit odd. But they can find you if they catch you. Uh, the article is worth the quarantine, feeling safe and having fun in Jamaica. You can find it on the Travel Industry Today website, travelindustrytoday.com. And the author is Sam Ion. She's a travel columnist. Uh, I really appreciate your time, Sam. Thank you for your insight. Thank you, Randy. Well, Switzerland Tourism recently launched a campaign titled I Need Switzerland. And part of that campaign is the opportunity for you to win a trip to Switzerland. So joining us now to tell us more about their campaign 
and traveling to Switzerland in general is Pascal Prince. He is the director for Canada for Switzerland Tourism. Their website is myswitzerland.com. Hi, Pascal. Hi, Randy. Uh, before we uh, dive into uh, the sites and, and activities going on in Switzerland, uh, if you're uh, planning a trip there, tell me a little bit about your I Need Switzerland campaign. It's underway now. It got underway about uh, you know, a few, few days ago or a week or so ago. Runs till the end of October. So tell me a bit about uh, I Need Switzerland and what the campaign is all about. Absolutely. And thank you so much for having me back on your show I, I love what, what you're doing, and, um, and this is exactly what our campaign is also about. We, it's a rough year, so we want to give Canadians hope and some inspiration and also a bit of a, a break from the constant bad news cycle. So we have uh, worked with a Canadian photographer, very talented, who went to Switzerland and took amazing pictures. So I invite all of you listeners to enter a fantastic trip to, that you can win to Switzerland next year. And the website is myswitzerland.com slash Canada. Excellent. What do I win if I, uh, like, is it seven days, a month, a year? <laughs> uh, you, you win the trip of your lifetime. And um, it's very easy to participate. It takes around uh, 20 seconds. Uh, you see beautiful images. And... Um, you will spend 10 days in, in Switzerland. You will go to the Lake Lucerne region, which is very famous and beautiful. You will go for all the food lovers and wine lovers out there. You will go to the Lake Geneva region near Lausanne and Montreux. You will see the Swiss Alps. You will be riding uh, scenic trains. So you will have a fantastic time in Switzerland. I guarantee you that. I was going to ask you, and I was going to wait to ask you this question, the best way to see Switzerland, I guess that's the best way, win a contest and then everything's looked after for you, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, it, what better can you can you win than a, a trip to a beautiful destination for next year? I, I absolutely agree. And I think there is also always this um, excitement before a trip, you know, you, you read about the destination, maybe you listen to some music or you watch some movies. And so that's absolutely the case. And the best way to experience Switzerland, my number one recommendation, very easy for all of your listeners, is the Grand Tour of Switzerland. And um, it combines all of our highlights, but also the, the hidden gems on one spectacular itinerary. I recommend 10 days and you can do this, of course, by our Swiss travel system. So by our famous trains, boats, buses, or you can simply rent a car upon arrival. And this tour is also um, the first route, actually, that is a green uh, tour. So uh, you can drive it in a, in a Tesla or in an electric car. So the Grand Tour of Switzerland, Randy, that's my recommendation, either by train or by car. Uh, well, Switzerland is a much smaller country than Canada, so it is a different sort of mindset when you talk about uh, getting around Switzerland, right? It doesn't take, uh, well, it would take literally a week to travel across Canada almost. Uh, it doesn't take that long to do, to do it in Switzerland, right? <laughs> that's right. No, um, it's much closer and... I love Canada. I enjoyed living in this beautiful country for now almost three years. And probably the difference is a bit if you had Quebec, if you had the Rockies, if you had Toronto, 
everything is just much closer and more accessible. So it takes, for instance, two hours to go from the French-speaking part in Lausanne to the German-speaking part, for instance, Bern or Zurich, um, or then to the south in the Italian-speaking part to Locarno or to Ascona. is only another maybe three-hour train ride. Or then to the Romance-speaking part in, in St. Moritz. Uh, so everything is very easy, and I think that's also why every day you will experience so much. You will see lots of happy cows, farmers, <laughs> but also green boutique towns. And yeah, you will, you will definitely enjoy it. Well, it's such a, a difference in, in culture. Uh, tell me, uh, do I need to know all these languages? I know Swiss people are very smart, and I think most of them uh, can speak English. <laughs> uh, well, I think Canadians are very smart, so uh, there is definitely no, no worries about that. And Canadians are certainly very well liked all over the world and certainly also in Switzerland, even though I told you we don't like if you beat us at hockey, but you beat many teams all over the world. <laughs> so we, we, we won't give up. But no, for the languages, I mean, English is, is widely spoken. Uh, French is one of our official languages. And if you tell people that you're from Canada and tell people, Swiss people, that you love mountains, and um, I'm sure they will be excited to learn more about the Rockies and they will also share their secret favorite hike in the Swiss Alps. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, there's lots of outdoor activities and things to do outdoors. Uh, and like you mentioned, getting around, you have so many different choices. I'm a, I'm a bit of a train buff. So I would uh, love to travel the countryside uh, by train. That's that's one of the highlights, uh, isn't it, on, on one of these tours? Absolutely. I mean, our our train system is is world famous. It's uh, it's safe. It, it's clean. It's reliable. It runs very frequently, and it's also a great way to meet local people. Uh, Swiss people are on the trains. I do that too. That's how I travel when I go home every time and uh, we have our hall of fame of, of trains so there is of course the famous glacier express or the bernina express or the golden pass and many more and so the grand tour of switzerland by train that combines all of these scenic trains and i'm sure you will have a wonderful time doing that uh, randy it's spectacular, it's relaxing, and as I said, it's a great way also to meet local Swiss people. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, food has got to be a big part of it. Uh, give me uh, some insight on some favorite dishes of yours. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're making me hung, hungry speaking about it, yes. Uh, well, I mean, of course, there are the classics. There is the, the cheese and the chocolate, so you have to have your, your fondue and your raclette. These are two very famous dishes. I recommend those after a hike. I think it's more of a heavy dish. So maybe you go up to, to the, the mountains and have that after a hike. Then in the, in the French-speaking part, we have excellent seafood uh, in, the, in the lakes. In the Italian-speaking part, we have a delicious risotto. It's a, a Swiss-Italian way of really perfecting rice and I highly recommend that with a good glass of local Merlot wine. In Graubünden, the, the home state I, I grew up in, there is something called Kapunz and that's a bit our take on, I don't know, sushi or, or burritos. Uh, they're, they're very tasty and uh, I can highly recommend those. Kapunz, 
And as I said, you you make me hungry thinking about it. Uh, Tell me a little bit, if I left for Switzerland tomorrow, uh, what would would my experience be like right now with all the COVID protocols going on? Yes. Um, I mean, the situation is similar to here in Canada, I would say. So Canadians have to self-isolate for 10 days upon arrival in Switzerland and Afterwards, uh, you can experience the, the country. And otherwise, it's also very similar, you know, masks on public transport. But um, infrastructure is open. Uh, hotels are really doing a great job, you know, following all the safety protocols. And I think our government is taking a, a very Swiss approach. And by that, I mean, you know, it's based, of course, on, on, on science, but also balancing public health while still allowing people to experience our country. Mm -hmm. Anything you want to add? Yes. uh, I mean, I have have many things I can tell you about Switzerland, but for all of you listeners, good luck. Enter the contest at myswitzerland.com slash Canada. And... We also have a, a promotion going on. This is for next year. So you, you have your time. Take a look at the images. Talk to your family, your wife, your husband, your kids, your dog, your cat. And uh, we have this promotion with Go Away Travel. So you can save up to $500 on your trip to Switzerland next year. And you have a lot of time to book that. So this promotion runs until May of next year for obviously bookings into next year. Pascal Prince is the director for Canada for Switzerland Tourism. Again, you can enter that uh, contest with a trip to Switzerland at myswitzerland.com. It's really easy. I just clicked on there and you can find it really easy. Just scroll down. Uh, It's always uh, fun to chat, Pascal. Thank you. Thank you, Randy, and be well and good health and all the best to all of your listeners. Thank you very much. And that is this week's Informed Traveler podcast. Remember, this is the podcast version of the Informed Traveler radio show heard each week on Chorus Radio. You can find more information on the show at our website at theinformedtraveler.ca. So thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, let us know. Leave us a review. Tell a friend. And if you want to drop me a line, my email is randy at theinformedtraveler.ca. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash informedtraveler. Or you can follow me on Twitter at informedtraveler.com.